What's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Peter Bolden. And I'm Dr. Craig Spodek, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Simply the best podcast in dentistry designed to help you maximize your practice and your life through four pillars of success. Leadership, team culture, marketing, and financial freedom, and everything in between. Now, let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Peter Bolden, with my extremely good-looking other co-host, Dr. Craig Spodak. Hey, did you see that? And you got a comment in um, in the YouTube thing about how good-looking you were, by the way? Uh, you, are you to- you're, you're totally effing with me right I now, right? I am not. I am wow. not. No, wow. someone said, it literally said, you, your wife better be a perfect 10. Wow. Jeez. So, you know what it is? It's the video. I'm going to tell that person, thank you. But when you meet me in person. Wait, um, you're saying you're better on video than, than in person? Yeah, for sure. Wow. For sure. hundred percent. There's something, I have this uh, zoom effect. Um, for those of you who are watching this right now, you could see I'm doing it right now. I have virtual backgrounds. I also have like virtual face things as well. I think I must be that. I felt you have a, you have the filters on like yeah, the Facebook filters and stuff. Exactly. All that stuff, the Snapchat filters. Hey, well, That's you missed awesome. the last podcast cause you let me fly solo and that was, um, I did the SWOT analysis. Right. And it was, um, I have to say it was probably one of the best ones ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love I'm it. just kidding. <laughs> it's so good that you just, I love, I love how confident you are, man. I love talking to you. By the way, by the way, for those listening to this, this is like a normal conversation I have with Pete. Pete will say something just about himself and I will <laughs> freaking crack up. Wait, like, do you really think that about you? You're like, and you, you're, you're serious. You're, you're joking, but you're not, you're not joking. I mean, yeah, you're not joking. You're not joking, but it's all good. Yeah. So I'm sorry that I'm joining you on this one. I'm sorry to weigh you down. I'll try to add as little comment to you as possible with this one. But that's it's heavy. But, um, so today, there's something I want to discuss that's been, that's always, we always talk about this on our summits and something that drives me a little bit crazy. And as you get more stressed for time, it seems to be a little bit more something that irks me more and more. But you ever had someone come up to you? So the, the, the topic of today is kind of the right and the wrong way to ask for someone's help or advice. Okay. Yep. So this is, this is how, this is how, in my opinion, like the, um, what am I trying to say the bad, the bad pitch would be right. Hey, I've put literally no thought or effort into it, but I'd love to pick your brain for a second. That sounds, pain, like, that sounds painful by the way. That sounds well, because right, your brain is encapsulated in your skull. So picking at it would be really, but you get that. Hey, I, Hey, you got five minutes. You want to get coffee? Hey, hey, how about we jump on? How about we go grab lunch? I'd love to pick your brain. Right. Versus a scenario where like, Hey, I've carefully researched X, I've done Y and Z trying to solve this myself. I've got two specific questions that I'd love to get an answer on from your experience. Would you mind helping kind of thing? Right. And so the, the, you talk about this being the tyranny of how the tyranny of how, yeah. So, cause you know what it is, Pete, you know what? what? I'm so happy we're talking about this. So, it's really, you know, we always talk about how it's um, wastes a lot of calories to think. Thinking's hard work. And um, it's actually that people have not thought about what they need just yet. So they don't want to spend the calories and the hard effort to actually think out what is my problem. 
So what they really do is like, I really want to just pick your brain. And they don't even know what they want to pick your brain about because what they're probably thinking is, you know, they haven't spent enough time thinking about what their problem is. So they're automatically going to the solution. I bet you, I just need to learn marketing. If I could learn Mm -hmm. marketing from Peter, I bet you my practice would fall into place. All I really need is marketing. So they've misdiagnosed their problem and their cure is to pick your brain for this one specific thing. And when you start this conversation of like, okay, well, what do you want? Well, I just really want to learn marketing. Well, what do you want to know about it? And then you start delving in all of a sudden you realize, oh shit, this person actually doesn't know what they need because they're telling you that I'm super burnt out and I hate dentistry and blah, blah, blah. And my system is quitting. And and you know we've got these negative reviews. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't, you don't need any marketing. Then we need to go like a step back. So it's it's annoying and frustrating because everybody wants to go into how do you do this? They want the recipe, the cookbook. How do we do this? And um, I don't remember where I got it from, but it's called the tyranny of how. And when you're in the how, you'll never take the step to figure out the what and the why, which is the most important thing. And I know it sounds cliche and a broken record, but how will never get you anywhere because it's not just the five easy steps. That shit's clickbait. Five easy steps to lose weight, four things never to do, three things to always say. That's just clickbait. It's not going to get you anywhere. It it tricks your brain into thinking I'm going to get a hack. And there are hacks. And I know, Pete, you love hacks, but there's no hack for hustle. Processes, right? Right. Hacks is something, but I do. Yeah. And a lot of times there there can be processes, but you're right. Until you laser focus on what you want, you can never figure out like there's, it's going to be almost impossible to figure out how to get there. Right. Yeah. And it's, and there's just no, I've, I've spent, I, I, I met with a, a dentist, um, really iconic New York city dentist, a really good guy. And I found myself just going to the tyranny of how as well. So he has these associates who work with him and we hear a lot about how associateships, long-term associates are hard, associateships are hard to manage and, and to make successful. This guy's got like two or three that are like 20 years in place. And I, I went into the same default. I'm like, dude, how do you do that? What are your steps? And as he's like talking, I'm like, oh shit, this guy does not have a cookbook. He's just a freaking epic leader. He's a rock star. I could start telling, I, I, I realized I asked him the wrong question. And really what I needed to do is just observe how he is as a leader. Cause he's just, he creates amazing relationships and the best contracts and the best agreements and the best formulas cannot substitute for iconic relationships because all business is relationships. If you manage your relationships well, your business will grow. So it was interesting. I don't know where I was going with that, but no, it's, um, just- it's the, I, cause I, what I, what I think, let me try to rephrase that. So I make some sense to people. What, even as I can talk to everybody and you about the tyranny of how I still find myself misunderstanding what I really need. And I wind up asking the how to, when I really just need to shut the fuck up and listen. Well, and, and the reason I want to bring this up is right, because a lot of times you have one chance at someone like, let's say you have, you want a mentor or you have some, a big business person or whatever. And right. And, and, and you want to talk to them for good reason because they have the chops and because they've accomplished a lot. And probably time is their most precious thing. They've got plenty of money possibly, right? But time is the one thing we've never been able to figure out how to create more of. And so coming to someone and saying, Hey, I want to pick your brain gives super successful people, whether that's you're looking for a dental mentor or something, but super successful people get hives from that question because what does that mean? Right? How much time does this look like? Not that they don't want to help, but it creates anxiety. But if you come and you say, 
hey, I really want you to teach me on the, the XYZ thing you did with sinus lifts, or I really want to teach me how you did you know, Facebook marketing to XYZ segment, right? If you get laser focused with, with your specificity of your how of what you're trying to find out, that gets people engaged as opposed to, Craig, when you have people come and say, hey, Craig, let's go to lunch. And you're saying like, oh, this could be a colossal waste of time for both yeah. of us. Are they, are they trying to sell me life insurance totally. or they want to learn how to do Invisalign? <laughs> you know, it's right? like and so like I'm saying, you know, in our times, your network, I mean, your net worth is your network, right? And if you can't find ways to get a better network by using good conversational ways to ha like hack your way into a coffee meeting, don't use, hey, let me pick your brains. You, who, who in their right mind is going to be like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's, let me just use my time you to to you to leverage uh, you know the thing that took me an entire career to try and do come with specifics and also come with a, a benefit to them right meaning that like find a way to make it almost um you know if if i do this like put it in benefited verbiage for them Does that makes sense greg always always everything should be in benefited verbiage right benefit like, is to I'll you buy yeah. you and night you know can i pick your brain on on Facebook marketing, I'd love to buy you, you know, an amazing steak dinner or something, right? Or something, or I'd love to take you, or I'd love to send you, I don't know, something that does a reciprocation. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's what you're trying to say. I think that, you know, what, what, cause even it's not that we want to be transactional. It's just that the pick your brain means I haven't, I, I don't know what it, it, it alludes to the fact that the person doesn't know what they need. And that's frustrating because what, what I find most frustrating is that people haven't done the hard discovery. You know, everybody wants to hijack a vision. Everyone wants to hijack what they've done or what they've been told to do. And then they get stuck and they've got to go do it. And then it's just people haven't done the why. So it, it's, re it's refreshing when you meet someone and they tell you the story. Mm -hmm. Hey, I started off here and I tried this and got my butt kicked here and I learned that. And what I need, just to your point, what I need to know is these three things. But, but really, what I think the, the verbiage of pick your brain really means is I'd love to get some proximity to you. Right. And pro proximity, um, as Tony always says, proximity is power. And proximity is power because it teaches you a different way of thinking. You know, you're, if you, you, know, you, you always say, Pete, if you, hang out, if you have five broke friends, you're going to be the sixth. You're you know, if sixth. you have five super successful friends, you'll be the sixth. And it's not because you learn what they do. You learn the, the thought process of how they approach things. It, thought process is, is, is like a virus. You can get it Well, the it success has left many clues, like Tony's, right. like, like you say, right? And so right. You, but, it's, but, it's, but the way of thinking is contagious, whether it's negative. So you hang around with a bunch of people and they're just constantly making freaking excuses. You know, you know successful people when they own results. So when there's legit things that happen, like a fire in your building, like you had, they still own the result. They're like, yeah, fire happened, but there's a silver lining. I got this and that. And I, I bounce back versus like you meet these people. And I was like, well, what happened was this happened. Then the girl broke up with me and then I got a fire and then the hurricane came. And all of a sudden I'm like, is there anything in the last five years that you could say is your fault? Any part of the last five years of your life that you could honestly say you caused or you had effect on. And if they say yes, then you got something to work with. If they say no, then you know you're just being sold a bunch of crap and a bunch of excuses. Differently, that's going to be the most transformational aspect for you to grow as someone that thinks differently. And I, I think mean, deep down, look, everyone loves, it's not that don't ever be afraid to ask someone for their help or, or their how, right? Because I think deep down, 
we as humans have a, we feel really good helping, right? But we don't want to sign up for these long commitments of potentially like, you know, don't make me, don't make me, um, you know, figure out your how and the solution too, right? Come with, come with very laser focused things on what you want to achieve and how we can help move the needle in a, in a, in a quantified, because then we can calibrate Craig, you know, or, or whoever it is can calibrate, Hey, this will only take 10 minutes. This will only, you know, versus this could take, this could be a two day conversation. Yeah, it's true. But you know, it's nice though, Pete is always in, in discovering with and, and working with people and, and learning their problems that invariably it's a two way street. You always learn. Um, it's amazing how much I, I, I've learned from people that, um, that uh, I mentor and um, it's something to be, it's, it's, it's something that I literally love to do. So I found myself saying yes to the pick, pick your brain thing. And then time got too precious. And then thank God I have a venue with the podcast and the summit and stuff like that, that can scale it so we can give our information and everything out at scale like this and, and even better for free without having to take up time. But it's, um, I realize that over and over again, people come with a specific thing and they've got the problem all wrong. I mean, you, you know, we, we, we do that with each other. Oftentimes we, you, you will tell me, yeah, you misdiagnose because we don't know. And, and, and the human body, the human brain creates connection. So in the absence of understanding, we'll make an excuse. You know what it is? I hate clinical. I don't like clinical. I really don't want to be doing clinical. I need to be an office. I need to be manager. I need to be CEO of my practice. All right. All right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we're going to ask a couple things in return. First, review us on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is to pick up your phone, open the podcast app, click on the album art, and then scroll all the way through the episodes and you'll see review at the bottom. Go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve. Second thing, if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be, uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 33777 and the word is bulletproof. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio and it was an arduous task and he crushed it. He really should be an, an audible book reader. And then last, if you haven't heard, uh, we've got an amazing deal with Merchant Cost Consulting, and it's for processing, and it's a uh, check out that episode. But if you want to get hooked up with that deal, make sure to uh, go to the landing page, bulletproofdiscounts.com. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day, and we'll see you soon. I realized that, oh, shit, I used to produce a million dollars at clinical, and now I'm CEO, so I'm, I cost my organization a million dollars to be a CEO. You better be a pretty good fucking CEO to be a million-dollar CEO. Right. You're probably a $125,000 CEO. <laughs> but if you take off your production, that's what your organization's organizational weight is. So it's very important to, to, to remember that. You know, and, and then when you meet these people, like, I want to pick your brain about you know, getting out of clinical and doing this. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, I want to make money when I'm not working. Well, are you really good at that? And, and, and little by little by little, you start we, weeding it away. And all of a sudden, they realize and you realize together at the same time, like, oh, you don't really know what you want. And that's cool. But that's discovery you really got to do on your own. Yeah. And I like when you go through the exercise with people and it's like you, you make them for everything that it said, you say, well, why? Well, why? Right. And it keeps going down the, t the levels. And then finally you distill it down to like the true why, when you can't like kind of say, well, why anymore? And so I just, you know, there's, it's the end, like that is your true, 
why. Yeah. And, and it's and so it funny because we don't, we don't, we do the same thing with each other, Pete. I'm like, this is what I want. And then, well, why? And then why and why? And it's just like, oh my God, it's amazing how being human, we're so, we're so actively emotional. And depending on the day and what you're feeling, it's, it's everything's a moving target. But the you know? easy button might be, right? And I think that's why we go towards, and it's the right intention, like find the person who's doing it. Success leaves clue. But then like, but then the delivery is wrong. Meaning like, I just want to pick your brain because that seems like the easy button to like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm just going to cast a wide net with my questions so it doesn't box me in. But the converse happens that you actually, instead of like not being boxed in, you actually give the person who's, who's. Yeah. You super laser targeted diagnosis of what you really need. Holy shit. Is this a 20 hour conversation or, you know, like, I just don't know the time. And like you said, Greg, we, we, some, I look at things now as return on time. Not, you know, you hear ROI all the time, but I always say ROT, you know, because people, that's like, those are the two things that we kind of have to analyze in our lives. So not to beat a dead horse, it's just, it's something that's interesting and it's something that's worked really well in my life. I got away from the, the, you know, the people that I've wanted to get proximity to, like you say, I've never really approached it. Like, let me pick your brain. It's literally, it's been. For me, it's, I want to develop friendships with those people. Mm-hmm. So when I see someone that's like, like really just a badass, I call a badass a person that's just successful, whatever that means. And, and success is, you know, I want to clearly define that it just means for me, it means you're passionate and fulfilled and energetic mm-hmm. and, and happy. So if you're a person who loves to surf and like that's your passion and you surf and you spend time with your kids and you really don't care about money and that's your vibe. I, I can really resonate with that. I'm like, you know, I need more of that balance in my life. I, I crave that aspect of my life to have that carefree. And I, I can say, I just want to be friends with that person. Mm-hmm. So I always approach it that way. Like, what can I do to, to bring this person into my life? And, yeah, because um, you know that there's a value proposition, meaning it's not transactional, like you said, and that you're right. That's not what I was trying to get to. I was just trying to say like, I know, you know, that whoever you get access to, you're going to be able to deliver value, right? Whether it's, whether it's a different mindset, what something, right? And so you have to come with that is that it's a reciprocal value. It's not just, it's not just a parasitic relationship of you saying, let me pick your brain. And then someone's sitting there just getting their brain picked, right? You have to be committed to the process of doing something in turn for them, right? It has to be a symbiosis. that's, that's, That's friendship though. That's actually friendship is really what it looks like. So I think it's important to like curate your relationships. And I, I think it's important. We've talked about this before, you and me together, where it's like discerning, like who you spend your time with. And people think like, oh, that's super like elitist to think like you're not going to spend time with these people. And, and there's certain people in your life that you've been friends with for 20 years and they're really not serving you anymore and they're just going the wrong way. And they might start hating on you because your, your life's taking a different trajectory. I see that a lot with like recent grads because you'll all come up in the ranks together, you go to high school, mm-hmm. you go to college, then you go off to dental school. And now, you know, Johnny and Bobby are still talking about the high school, like prom. And you're like, dude, I'm like a dentist. I've been a dentist for a year or two. Like, oh, you're so freaking fancy with your, you know, your new three series BMW. Like, oh, you're, and you're like, no, I'm just, you know, I just want to grow. I want to do other things. I want to learn. I want to, you know, I value contributing. And there's, there's some degree of pleasure that I got in the, in the car. Well, that I I do th- you saying, you're saying that's, that's okay. I think that's not okay. No, I'm saying it's good to drop those people. Right. That's what I call crab pot, crab pot friends. What's that mean? You ever seen, you ever seen a bunch of crabs in a pot? Oh, they're climbing over each other? No. Well, they're climbing over each other. And as soon as one gets to the top, the other ones try and grab it, pull it down because they're trying to use it as a ladder. So, Mm -hmm. Hey, don't get too far above me. 
I'll pull your ass back down, whether or not they're making fun of you. So, it, so it's well, like, it hurts. Crap. It hurt. Yeah, it hurts their feelings because, like, when you see someone kicking ass, it's a mirror in your own face of like, what have I done? You know, um, and, and unfortunately, human psychology we want to compare ourselves. So when you see one of your friends that you grew up with that maybe wasn't as smart as you, um, but he was disciplined and he put in the hours and the work and now he's kicking ass and it can make you feel bad. So I think, uh, but it's important that you are discerning with your time. I'm not saying that you, the friends you grew up with, if they're not serving, you don't talk to them anymore. You want to be a little bit more discerning because if you're going to hang out with Johnny and Johnny's, you know, smoking weed on a daily on his couch and not, you know, and, and he doesn't really do very much and doesn't have any redeeming qualities that you want to aspire to have in your life, or literally any, you may, you may want to limit your focus with them. But if Johnny is not interested in financial success, but he has an amazing family life and he's into painting and you could see that being something that you, you want more of, then let that person into your circle. But I don't have any vanilla friends if they don't do anything for me. And I, you know, I am, I'm a dad and I got kids in school. So invariably I get brought out to other dads, you know, like it's like this weird thing that when we're dads, we, we, we mm. get set up on dad dates because the wives are friends, the kids are friends mm. and I'll sit there at dinner and I'll tell my wife, I'm like, babe, that guy was really, really nice, really nice. Please. I'm never, ever going out to dinner with them ever again, ever. And she's like, oh, you're such a dick. What, what's your problem? Like, why are you like that? I'm like, no, just because there's nothing that I really, there's nothing that I want that he has of his life that I want in my life. Mm -hmm. No, I don't care if you're like super like into radio controlled cars and you're just geeking out on that. At least you have passion. I'm mm -hmm. like, that passion's cool. I, I love people that are passionate. If you're vanilla and you stand for nothing and you're making just stupid comments and stupid conversation, like cocktail conversation, I don't have time for that, man. I want people who are hungry and burning with something, no matter what it is. I just love that shit. And that was that, what that doctor in New York city, you know, you know, remember, I don't want to, there was a, I, I don't want to mention his name. Cause I don't, I, I just, you know, I don't, I don't want you know, he, he read the book and he, he called me at the clear blue. I'm like, Hey bro, do you know uh, Dr. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, man, he's legit. I call him. He's like, dude, your book is speaking to me. I'm like, I'm like, dude, let's get together. I don't know what he was like. I'm like, he's like, hey, let's, let's hang out. He actually invited me to dinner with my wife to, to his friend's house in Miami. I'm like, where are we going? And my wife is like, where are we going? I'm like, I don't know this dude. I don't even know. That's the fact that you actually went is like. Well, look at how mind. you and I got together. Yeah. So you reach out, we reach out, we get connected on Instagram. And this seems fucking crazy looking back at it. I'm like, <laughs> hey, Pete, fly down, take an Uber to this address. I'll meet you in my driveway. <laughs> so a grown ass man shows up on my driveway with luggage in his hand <laughs> to stay the that night. Does, that does seem insane. <laughs> to right stay now. the night. In your playroom. In my playroom. It does seem insane. Yeah. So you, but that's, that's what it was. It wasn't, I'll pick your brain. It's like, I like your results in life. And there's something that we should, we should. But all right. So look, you bring up a perfect example. Back in the day, I saw what you were doing. I wanted to pick your brain, but my reach out to you wasn't, Hey, Craig, I'm a dentist in Atlanta. I want to pick your brain sometime. Right. It was, yeah. it was a lot more like collaborative, right? I wanted to do something and I'm, you know, I don't have the exact verbiage, but it wasn't like, yeah, I, I had the exact verbiage because it was on my birthday and it was just like, it was, it was beautiful. It was, um, it was, it was the air's pretty thin up here. I admire what you're doing and uh, it seems kind of random. I'm reaching out to you, but it was like, it was like, Hey, I admire what you're doing. And the right. really funny thing is, is I was watching you. 
And I'm like, oh shit, super cool. And it was an immediate next step of like, I want to form a relationship with this person. You see Whether or not- you see how I desperately always, when I get, I'm such a robot sometimes that I like, I know what we're kind of naming the podcast and I always try and revert back to the name of that. Like stay on topic, stay on topic, stay no, on topic. No, it is on topic because <laughs> that's what it was. Your, our relationship was formed from a very well-worded use of the pick your brain because that's right. what you wanted and that's what I wanted. 100%. I wanted, to come, we, I wanted to come to your practice and poach all the good ideas and leave. Right. No, but I didn't see it that way. I didn't see it that way. And I bet well, of you course probably, I didn't present it that way. No, but I know you and you are a little bit more systematic. And then I just, I, I'm like, okay, I want to make a friendship with this guy. And then let's get the wives together and the whole thing. Cause for me, I don't want that relationship. I want to have either for me, I want to have a full on friendship relationship and share, but the utility, you know, the utility of exchanging ideas doesn't give me any, any reward or any, any value. You know what I mean? Like I have to like you. I have to respect you. I can't learn from you if I can't respect you. It's really fucked up. I can't do that. Like it's, it's a, it's no, a fault. Not. It's a fault of mine. I, I can't, that. I, if I think you're, it's hard for me to value you if I don't, if I don't have, if I don't share your values. So if you're a very smart person, but you treat people poorly, I can't, it's hard for me to learn from you. Mm-hmm. So that's how I go about it. I want to form relationships with people and, Fortunately for me, it's easy to do that. And the funny thing is, is to, to finish off the New York City doctor story. So my wife is like, what are we, I don't understand, what are we doing? And I show up and it's a random guy's house. So there's three couples and one of them is the, the doctor and his wife. And I'm like, hi, I'm Craig and I'm here for Dr. So-and-so. And oh, nice to meet you. And we're sitting there. It's like a family style dinner with like meatballs and pasta. And it was the weirdest thing. And it's just like, I was welcomed into this the sphere of, you know, his friendship. And it was, it was, it was his way. Cause I could tell he values relationships as well. And he's just like, I just want to get the, to know this person. And if it's one night and it feels really awkward, it'll be done. But if it feels really good, it's going to go. And he said, you know, I know you, I know Christian Coachman says you're a nice guy and blah, blah, blah. So it was a little bit of a, a credible reference, but it was really cool. And I was like, this is cool. It's really cool. And, and, um, and that's, I think that's a really good, uh, place to see you, and see you get you took a chance whereas i would have said zero chance i'm showing up at someone's house right but yeah yet, you would not have done that pete yeah i know and i'm saying to my detriment right so to, then that's probably why you are who you are and where you are in life is because you've taken you've said yes to a lot more yeah maybe you've wasted time quote unquote more but you've also had yeah a lot but more I, I sold the sh- i yeah i sold you on that weekend in delray like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, dude, we drive golf cart. What? It was like, I don't know. It was like cold, getting cold up there. Like, Get some sun, man. Come on, we'll hang out. It'll be great. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Freaking find out. <laughs> I just remember. I probably just wanted to get the hell out of the house. Yeah, right? yeah you know what? It, it, act, it actually, I wrote on my golf cart. Oh my God, such a good story, bro. We've had so much fun. Such a good story. But it's, it is very appropriate to the topic that we're on that really it's proximity and build relationships. And when you want to build relationships, one thing about relationships is reciprocity and proximity. Get close and be kind. Reciprocity, right. I love it. That is the truth, right? And so instead of the, I'm going to pick well, your brain. All, recipro- all relationships reciprocity. are reciprocity. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And, and the same thing, I think you stayed at my house and you sent me this really nice letter what? You know? Yeah. You sent me like a really nice thank you letter from, to my wife more than me. Oh, wife, yeah. Well, okay. you know, hey, yeah. guys, really appreciate it. You know, and 
Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just cool, man. It's, um, and, and these are just, these are human behavior skills. And for people that don't have the EQ, the emotional intelligence, these are things you got to do. You got to do this stuff and life will magically open up for you. And it's not being, you're not manipulating people. You're not doing the wrong thing. You know, if you want to get value, you got to be valuable. If you want to, you know, get more love, you got to give more love, all that shit. All those cliche things are so important. And then um, when you start looking at things as transactional, like, you know, that's why when you said like, hey, I'll take you out for steak dinner. Well, I was trying to find the easiest yeah. way to communicate like something. You wouldn't that was, fall for that. You wouldn't do that. No, but trying to think something that reciproc. you know, I was, I was trying to get to the comment, like you said, the reciprocation of value or impact or something like, can I do for you without having to come up with an elaborate example? That's all I was trying to do. But um, yeah, it, it is really important. And, and we'll kind of close on this that I think it's, it, you know, we get one life. I have this big banner in my office, not banner, but a, but a uh, acrylic thing that says, you know, it's the, the, uh, the Gary Vaynerchuk, you get one ticket, right? And at the end of our lives, when we have this one ticket and we look back, a lot of it is, a lot of the specialness comes from relationships, the relationships that we've curated, whether that's personal or professional. And in this context, we are talking about what I started. It was more of a pick your brain is typically a professional relationships, but they evolve into beautiful friendships. Like ours started, right? And not to go back to, you know, I think people are probably over the love affair of Craig and Pete, but um, the, you know, it started as something that was professional and then morphed into something that it was obviously personal. And so you get one ticket, you get run. And so my, I guess my whole thesis is don't blow it on being a great person and someone who has a lot of impact to give to their person with, I want to pick your brain. Yeah. Don't blow it with that verbiage. That's it. And then maybe this shouldn't have been a podcast in its entirety, Greg, but I think I, I get it so much and I hear about it so much from my, my, um, friends, um, even more so because they're a lot more powerful. I always say I'm the, I'm the brokest and, and least successful of all my friends. And I get to hear it from them all the time, right? Just getting like, ah, you know, I just, people ask me for time and I can't give it and their approach is wrong and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I just think it's an important thing. If I, if I had learned that life skill, I didn't say hack. Yeah. I think if someone out there listening can learn that skill of like changing the, the paradigm of how they ask or communicate with someone that they want to be more like or someone they want to learn from, the getting the yes versus the no is sometimes massively transformative in their life, yeah. right? Sometimes yeah. that can make all the difference in the world. Just getting that one yes from that one person that, that, you know, that opens the gate to that network, opens the gate to that knowledge set, opens the gate to that introduction. Yeah. It can take your life. It's not just a little bit. It can take your life on a massively different trajectory. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's so, so true. And I think, uh, I, I think you have, um, I, I think it's important that you're going to grow through life. And as you grow, you're going to make new relationships. Hopefully the people that you have grow with you, but humans are dynamic. You know, people get married, they fall in love with each other. They're 25 years old and your spouse goes one way and you go another and you grow out of each other. Right. So I think it's, I think, you know, friendships are the same thing. It's really cool when friendships grow the same way, but um, always be open for new relationships and mentorships i had one of my doctors today like tell me i i I had to hear it again obviously because he told me today he's like dude you i'm like i kind of was giving him a bunch of coaching and talking about things and i'm like you know why i'm doing this right and he's like dude you are the men you are my mentor you are like and he said it again i'm like i forgot i forgot the position i'm in 
Yeah. And I'm like, I do not take that lightly. I got like goosebumps. I was like, damn. I just right. did too right there because honestly I have the same, I have a different kind of context in that I always tell people like, if you feel like I'm leaning into you, feel like the easiest thing for me to do in a situation where I see you do something wrong that I could probably coach you on, the easiest thing for me to do is say nothing. Yeah, sweaty back conversation. If I give a shit, no, but if I give a shit about you, right? Or yeah, you have to have a shit, you have to have a hard conversation. A sweaty back conversation. A sweaty back conversation. Right, so the, it's like the, the life will give you directly in proportion, the results and the reward you get in life are, the, are directly proportionate to the amount of hard conversations you're willing to have. So you, everything is a decision tree. Like I will lean into this or I'll say, fuck it. I'll lean into this. I'll say, fuck it. And if you're constantly leaning in like the greats, I mean, we talked about Michael Jordan. I mean, holy smokes. Talking about difficult conversations. Right. He you leaned know? into his teams. I know, but these are, through. yeah, but these are superstars. Superstars, right. You know, it's one thing to lean into a junior doc. You've got 10 or 15 years experience mm -hmm. on. To push into thing. a Scotty Pippen. Yeah, is yeah exactly. Scotty, are you here to win or are you here to take a check? Yeah, right. like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, right. He's like, I'll tell you who I am. I'm black Jesus. That's what he said to his teammates. <laughs> Did you know he said that? He, not all the time. Every, yeah. all, all, that's it. He's notorious for that in the, NF, in the, uh, in God, the NBA. Bro. My God, notorious I didn't know that. that. No, he'd say like, don't mess with black. He'd say, don't mess with black Jesus. You know, but he'd, Unbelievable. he'd throw it in. Unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable. I love that. I love that. My God. Yeah, see, you busted so cool. on my confidence earlier and, you know, talk about Jordan's confidence. Yeah, I mean, I won't, I won't, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I don't think that's, it doesn't sound the same to me. <laughs> let's, leave, let's leave that it's alone. It's not as fitting for me. That's yeah, for shit exactly. Sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But All right, listen, brother. This yeah, is a good awesome, man. Appreciate the time and uh, yeah, over and out. Thanks for tuning in everybody to another episode and we will see you next week. All right, all right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we're going to ask a couple things in return. First, review us on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is to pick up your phone, open the podcast app, click on the album art, and then scroll all the way through the episodes and you'll see review at the bottom. Go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve. Second thing, if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be, uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 3377 and the word is bulletproof. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio and it was an arduous task and he crushed it. He really should be an, an audible book reader. And last, if you haven't heard, uh, we've got an amazing deal with Merchant Cost Consulting, and it's for processing, and it's a uh, check out that episode. But if you want to get hooked up with that deal, make sure to uh, go to the landing page, bulletproofdiscounts.com. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day, and we'll see you soon.